Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie here at First United Methodist in Yankton, South Dakota, and I'm glad you could join me for this episode. Uh, first, I just want to say I hope you all had a wonderful holiday this week. Happy Independence Day. I hope that you spent some time reflecting and thanking God for the freedoms that, that we do enjoy. I thought this week it would be fun to take a moment uh, as we've been celebrating this week with a holiday to celebrate some things that uh, have been happening in the life of the church. And in particular, what we're going to be doing is look at our blessed to be a blessing board. Um, again, back in May, we did a reverse offering here at the church where if you were in attendance that week at the church, you received um, a gift from us to go and do ministry. And then we've asked you since that time to come and, and share uh, what you chose to do. And it's been awesome to uh, watch this board get filled up with things that people have done uh, with that gift. But I think for me, what's been even more rewarding is it has allowed people and given people um, the courage and permission to share what ministry ideas they have and, and, and feeling like the church really wants them to do it. And it's true that we do. So I want to go through these and also share a little bit of some of the ideas that have been coming, coming out of, of all of this and hope that in this you hear that uh, if you have an idea for ministry or something that we should be doing, I want to hear about it. And we're going to work together to make that happen. I can't help but notice the parallels between what we've been doing and the things that we've been doing and starting in the last year with the idea of fresh expression. So I got this book in the mail this week. This is by Reverend Adam Beck. He's the one from Florida who's been doing the United Methodist Fresh Expressions that you heard about um, in one of my sermons and also in last week's podcast, uh, the annual conference recap. Um, and so I'm really excited, but I just feel like we were a bit um, we were already in line with doing this kind of stuff without the terminology. And so uh, I just like how it's all connecting. So I'm just going to start by pulling um, things off the board. I've got it laying right here. It's kind of curved so you can sort of see it. Um, and then we're just going to like praise God. And if there's any additional commentary that I have, um, I will share that. So the first one I have here is donating to the Humane Society. And I love that because I think too often we're very narrow when we talk about um, what our duty is to love. And, and we just really think about other humans in particular. And normally we're thinking about the other humans that we like even. And so what does it look like to expand and push our call to love? And so for some it is including um, the animals that are left behind, who need homes, who need love, who need care, because these are not wild animals. These are domesticated animals. Um, and so they they need us to to be supporting them. And, and the Humane Society does wonderful work. And so this was a great option. Also, if you're looking for a volunteer opportunity and maybe being around people isn't your number one thing, um, I know of some people in the church who go and pet kitties for an hour a week. Um, that is 100% my kind of volunteer. <laughs> uh, actually, when I was uh, first in ministry and I had a house all to myself, 
can I just say that I used to have such a clean house when I lived by myself? <laughs> Obviously, before I was married, one of the things that I did when I wanted to give back to that community is I became a foster home for kittens for the Humane Society in that town. Uh, and it was one of the most rewarding experiences um, of giving back because it was very much in my wheelhouse. I love cats. And so uh, I did have a cat that gave me ringworm. Uh, that was not fun. I had a cat that peed on my couch. That wasn't fun. But to have just a steady flow of kittens in and out of my house, mm, worth it, worth it. So I love this. This is a great, um, a great use of, of uh, that gift and about extending God's mission and ministry beyond just kind of benefiting humans, but also benefiting uh, the world because animals are a part of our world. So I love that. This one says the annual conference miracle offering. So our miracle offering, the annual conference this year, uh, was targeting teen mental health, and in particular, preventing teen suicide. And so really, it split donations between the helpline and um, another organization. And they, uh, we've just realized there's a huge need for mental health care, especially for our young people, that there has been a rise in depression, a rise in anxiety, a rise in uh, suicide ideation. And so um, their goal uh, was to raise $50,000. While at annual conference, we had raised over $40,000. And I did the math and realized that our church gave about 5% of that. And if you think about how many churches there are in the conference, that's actually quite a bit. Um, I would have been happy if we raised 1% of the total gift because that would have felt appropriate. 5%, which means that we really believed in, in doing that work. And I really do believe God is calling us, especially here in Yankton, we have a really unique position um, calling us to help uh, and to support and to be a safe haven for people who are dealing with mental health. The church has not always been a safe place for people with mental health um, concerns. And I really believe that God is calling us to be the forefront in that. Okay, now this one is interesting because this is one of the ideas that has come up. Um, and so uh, I'm really excited about it. Uh, it hasn't like formed yet, but um, this has been, again, when I say that it, it gave permission for people to like share their ideas, this is what I'm talking about. This one says a kid's clothing swap. And so someone has a dream in our church of being able to, uh, if you've got kids and they're growing out of your clothes, instead of giving them to Goodwill, who then throws some of them away and then turns a profit, um, uh, why not do a kid's clothing swap here at the church? And so if you need, uh, you, you know, we can bring clothes, you get clothes, you bring clothes, you get clothes, and really just being the community that way. And so someone might, uh, if this is something that is of interest to you, let me know, because uh, maybe we can get this going sooner rather than later. But what a great idea. And not something I would have necessarily thought of, even though I would totally benefit from this. Um, so I love that idea. This one has multiple things on it. So I love that. First miracle offering, which I've already talked about, going to um, helping 
mental health care for, for teenagers in particular. Next was Loads of Love. Loads of Love is our laundry ministry that we share with the UCC and Trinity, uh, that we provide laundry and we do it every other month. Uh, we swap, like, alternate months with the UCC church and unless there's a fifth Sunday or fifth Tuesday, every fifth Tuesday we cover. Um, otherwise it's the third Tuesday every other month. Um, and so they, and when you donate to Loads of Love that goes to buying um, laundry detergent, but also buying the, or, or having the quarters to go into the machines. Next is Care Casserole. Care Casserole is a new ministry that we started um, just in May, actually, and has already had quite the impact. Care Casseroles are available here at the church. Uh, if you know of someone who needs a meal, maybe they are coming off of surgery, maybe they are in grieving, maybe they just are lonely and need uh, and you need a reason to show up at their house, um, come grab a meal. Uh, they are free. And, or if you're interested in helping to make the meals or to help donate toward that, you can do that. Also on here is our children's theater, musical theater boot camp that is being run by Allison Spock, who is our sound uh, tech, and Sarah Clavon, who is our worship director. Uh, they had their initial meeting on Saturday. They're having or last Saturday, they're having another one, uh, and then it'll be Thursdays and Saturdays. I think the performance is going to be on September 11th. It's it's a both a kind of national and Christian sort of musical put together. So that person really believed in a lot of what we were doing, and I love that. <clears throat> so this one, <laughs> a group of people got together. So Marlene, Loy, Jan, Mark. Char, Pat, Tom, and Jane all got together. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, but five, five, uh, because on Sunday we did the, where every couple got, got a gift. So they had $500 that they pooled together and they turned it into a gift of 5,000 through Heifer International. Heifer International was running, um, running a matching grant so that for every dollar given, um, $10 was matched. And so they took that $500 investment and turned it into $5,000 for Heifer International. Heifer International is a nonprofit that um, works in third world countries and works to help provide sustainable ways of supporting the economy, supporting um, food needs and things like that by giving animals. Uh, again, the idea of teaching someone to fish rather than just handing them a fish. And so what a great way and an easy way to grow that tenfold. I think that's pretty awesome. Way to go in pooling your resources as well. I love it. All right, this one uh, is mine. So, <laughs> uh, well, not mine, it's my children's. And But it says, kids bought out a lady who sold small felt animals and gave them away at the market at the Meridian. So uh, if you've not been to the market at the Meridian, that is the Saturday morning farmer's market downtown in Yankton. And uh, our, our leadership chair, Susan Shavey, and her husband used to sell jewelry at that market. And she became friends with a lady. And Susan had um, kind of pointed her out the first week that I was down there. And she does like quick breads and different things. But she had on the side this little tray of these small felt some of them were animals, some of them were like Easter eggs, but they were just soft felt, some had buttons on them and things, uh, and she was selling them for a dollar a piece. And so um, 
the first week we were down there, of course, my kids went right to that, grabbed ones. And so, you know, each of my kids had one and, and it just really made them feel good. And so we decided to pool the three kids, $20 each. So they had $60. We bought out that lady, all of those animals and eggs. And I think we bought 53 of them. And then my kids spent the next hour, hour and a half handing them out to people at the market just to say, uh, just as a blessing, you know, we just want to give this to you today. Um, and it was really, really cool. Really cool. One, I know that uh, one of my kids is very shy and he handed out about one of them. Uh, and one of my kids is super outgoing and he handed out about 52 of them. Uh, but my favorites were when they handed it out to people who were older, um, for them to have a genuine connection with a young child and to have that young child not need something from them, but to offer something. Um, it warmed my heart and I really enjoyed watching that. So that's what uh, my kids did with their money. Um, uh, this one says $100 went to Loads of Love, which is our laundry ministry. $100 went to our Care Casseroles ministry. $100 went to the Soul Mission in Uganda. So that's the one I haven't talked about yet on this on this episode. Um, Soul Mission is something that Marilyn Elwood uh, kind of spearheaded and really recruited in our Bibles and Brews crew, but has now kind of uh, extended the challenge to everybody. But basically, it is a nonprofit that works in Uganda to make shoes um, and to provide medical care. In particular, what they were noticing is that children did not have shoes because as any parent knows kids feet grow really fast and so you get a pair of shoes they either don't last long because they're running around or their kid they grow out of them really fast and so this organization developed a way to make shoes out of used denim and used tires and so the denim creates the top part of the shoe the tire the tread um, and so you can get the pattern, you cut out the denim, and then they have a factory there that employs about 25 people to make the shoes. And then you also can have donations that help with medical costs because one of the things that they saw happening in particular was an infestation of chiggers. Um, and, it, and it costs money to help uh, treat that and then realizing that they need the shoes to help it not to keep happening. Um, and so, uh, Marilyn also, a couple weeks ago, gave a challenge to the church um, for donating toward the medical side of things that to go home and count your shoes. Um, she says in Uganda, most people have one pair of shoes. Uh, and so she said for every pair of shoes you have beyond one, that you should donate a dollar. Um, and that she had to donate $29 uh, because she had 30 pairs of shoes. And so that's a good, a good challenge for all of us to be mindful of the amount of things that we have and to realize that, um, again, for so many, we are incredibly blessed. And so the next time you go into your closet and think I have nothing to wear, probably not true. Um, and then it says $200 to a family going through cancer. So this one alone had $500 uh, that was donated. And again, we only gave out $100. Um, but wow, really incredible. Thank you so much. We have another matching one. This one says, I gave to UMCOR and we were matched 10 to 1. So again, for every dollar that they gave, 
$10 was matched. And so um, they were able to take that $100 that they were given and turn it into $1,000. Incredible. UMCOR is our United Methodist Committee on Relief. Every time there is a natural disaster in the world, UMCOR is often one of the first to respond and often one of the last to leave. And we are able to do that because of our infrastructure since we are a connectional church. All right, this one says, Anise going to the Philippines to help educate missionary children with English and special needs. And so they donated it to her um, because she was going off and, and doing some incredible things and providing a much needed service to those who are giving their life to God through mission work and, and so that their children can have the help that they need. Um, really cool. So now we have our reverse offering, the blessings extending across the world, ending in the Philippines. Isn't that incredible? I love it. This one went to the Hupp family from Fort Pier who lost their home and family members in explosion. If you remember that, that happened, oh, it's probably almost a month ago now. Um, but their house exploded and they lost their parents and, and some of the children, I think. And so um, truly, truly a very timely blessing there. Very needed. This one says, use $100 for items for a raffle we put on to help co-worker's daughter with Costello syndrome. And so that $100, um, I know a little bit more about this one, ended up being being uh, used to raise, I think, about $2,000 for that family. And so again, a way of really multiplying that blessing. Uh, and so very cool, very cool. Uh, given to Food for Thought. Food for Thought is another organization in Yankton um, that is helping to feed the children of Yankton in particular. Food for Thought houses the backpack program that runs through the schools. They also do food giveaways for families that have children in the Yankton School District. Um, and I know that we have people in our church that are very involved with this, this uh, nonprofit and mission. So very, very cool, great thing to give to. This one I love because uh, it's one that maybe not people don't really think about so much, but donated to a cancer patient for travel expenses to treatment. If you know of someone who's going through the journey of cancer, you realize um, just how quickly all of those other expenses can add up like gas. Um, and so uh, what a blessing to that person to be able to have one less thing to worry about for a while. So I love that. Again, who do I know? What do I know that I can use? Uh, here we've got the contact center. So the contact center is kind of a first point of connection for people in Yankton who are in need. It houses the main food pantry for Yankton. Uh, it's in the county government building uh, downtown. It also provides um, some granting for different things, help with utilities. Uh, they are an outpost for the Salvation Army. Um, they do quite a bit of stuff at the contact center. Most people think it's just a food pantry. It's actually so much more. And so this is, again, serving a lot of people. This is a great first connection for a lot of people. Often when people are coming to us for help, we will make sure that they know to go to the contact center because um, a lot of help can be given there as well. Oh, we got another contact center. 
love it love it i actually uh in the last few months have started working with the contact center i um they have i'm not on the board primarily because i didn't have time that kind of commitment um but i do serve on one of their committees really working on their marketing and fundraising and so uh these are great uh but it also helps me to understand their mission and to um understand how we as a church can not be duplicating what they're doing, uh, but working together to meet the needs of the people of Yankton. So uh, this one I love, the Boys and Girls Club here in Yankton. Uh, they donated to their summer scholarship field trip fund. So um, if you are unaware, the Boys and Girls Club has um, both the Boys and Girls Club, there's the teen side and the elementary side, and then they have their academy for the summer, which is their state license side. Um, but one of the things they do is they take the kids on field trips weekly. Um, some of the field trips are free. Some of them cost like $15. Um, and there are kids that can't go on the $15 field trips because they can't afford it. Um, one of the great things about the Boys and Girls Club, especially on the club side, not so much the academy side, is that it's very inexpensive. And so it's serving a lot of people who don't have a lot of money to spend on things like daycare, on things like, you know, help in that way. And so uh, this is allowing for kids not to be left out, to have positive experiences, to have things to do this summer, places to go, things to learn, uh, and, and, to know that they are loved and cared for. So, and again, uh, some of these come out of because people already are connected with these and understand. And part of this, I just want to raise awareness of like, hey, did you know this is happening in our town? Uh, it's pretty cool. All right, I've got another one here. Gave 60 of my $100 to a friend who was driving her mom to Sioux Falls for radiation, keeping my eyes open for other opportunities. So another one that's very similar to the the gas for cancer treatment, but also, again, radiation. Um, and so those things matter. And, and just to say, hey, I'm, I'm here with you. I see this. I got this blessing and I want to give it to you. Not just, again, because it's one less thing for them to worry about, but also to, to be like, I'm here for you, like in solidarity with you. And if there's anything I can do. Um, also care casserole. That'd be a good opportunity for that. Here's another idea that I really love and I think we should start doing. Um, monthly birthday parties, get-togethers at church for the month's birthday members. And so I would love to see us get this going by fall so that like in September, the first Sunday of the month, let's say, um, it doesn't have to be that, uh, we kind of have during our Sunday fellowship time a birthday party theme and we name and celebrate all the people who are having their birthday in the month of September. Um, wouldn't that be fun? So everyone gets a birthday party and every month we're getting the party. I just win-win in my opinion. So um, that was one of the ideas. If that's something that you think sounds really fun and cool and you want to be a part of that, let me know. Um, because and then we can even like send out invitations for the people whose, whose birthdays are that month to be like, hey, be in church because we're going to celebrate you. Um, maybe you like to make cupcakes. Why not? Another one for Soul Hope for the children in Uganda, cutting out patterns and denim for shoes, Bibles and brews helping with this project. So I've already talked about that, but this is another Soul Hope one. Again, Philippines, Uganda. We're going all over the world here. 
Did, did you imagine that we were going to have a global impact on what we were doing? We got another one. This one's for the Angel Fund. So you might remember that we donated toward the Angel Fund. Um, gosh, I, I can't remember when we did that. But we had an offering toward the Angel Fund this last year. And the Angel Fund helps for... Uh, paying off school lunch debt. And so there was a time during COVID that school lunches were free. Uh, but then in the last year, school lunches started to be charged again, um, which makes sense. I mean, you can't cover that for free forever, I guess. Um, and so there were students who were running debts because they couldn't pay for the lunches that they need. Um, and so the Angel Fund was set up to help cover those debts. Um, and so that's really cool. Again, trying to tackle that meeting the need of hunger for our kids in a variety of ways. You've got Food for Thought coming in. You've got the Angel Fund coming at it from this direction. You've got uh, the Contact Center coming at it from another direction. Really a lot of organizations that are trying to meet the need in a variety of ways. Very cool. Uh, here's another one for the care casserole. I love this new ministry that we're doing. Again, um, know that, that uh, it's a great opportunity um, to reach out and care to someone. This one is also really cool. A lift chair for a gal with MS. My husband is matching my money too. So $200 going to help purchase a lift chair for someone who needs it. We as a church might never have known about that, but because we gave you the opportunity and permission to use that money in whatever way God was moving you to do, now that lift chair is going to happen. I love it. So I just want to encourage you to keep, keep at it, keep doing it. Maybe the initial hundred has gone, but use whatever God has given you to Find what you care about and extend God's mission into the community. I want to share um, that we did sell one of our church vans, which is very exciting. Uh, we're getting to the point where we're realizing we're going to have an empty garage. And so um, I just want to throw this out there, uh, plant a seed with anybody. This was not my idea, but I love it. Um, uh, a few years ago, we, we heard about a ministry that... Um, Ginghamsburg Church in Ohio, which is Mike Slaughter's church, if you're familiar with him, uh, started doing is doing um, oil changes. If you think about people who are living paycheck to paycheck, and especially in our part of the country where we don't have very good public transportation, if any, uh, cars are incredibly important. And I've heard more than one uh, story about where someone's car got towed, or the car broke down, or something that then they weren't able to get to work. They weren't able to pay their bills. They get evicted. It just, it is one little thing can, can set off this uh, <clears throat> kind of avalanche of negative things happening and really take a person from barely scraping by to now needing to be at Pathways and utilizing all of these services. And so what would it look like? Here's an example of a dream. This is what I want you to be doing. What if? What if we use the empty garage once we sell our church vans to have an oil changing ministry once a month? 
What would it look like if we, at the banquet, the week before or the two weeks before uh, we want to do it on like a Saturday morning, mm -hmm. we have a sign-up sheet to say, hey, if you need to get your oil changed, why don't you sign up and bring your vehicle down to the church garage on this day and we can change that for you. Maybe we change it for you at the cost of the oil. Maybe we have enough people that are interested in this ministry that we can cover the cost of oil. That's taking that cost of doing an oil change, which again is something that I would say is probably low priority for a lot of people living paycheck to paycheck, but then can also become a major issue if they have put it off for too long. Um, from like a hundred dollar cost down to fifty dollars, down to thirty dollars, maybe down to nothing. But imagine the impact it would have on that family. You know, we've seen that in the loads of love where you think laundry is not that huge of an expense, but it is for someone who has very little. Um, and taking care of that expense allows them to have more money for food, more money for maybe whatever emergency they've had to deal with. Um, and so what would that look like? What if our men's night out group made that their mission? Maybe they do it once in the spring, once in the fall, because roughly people need their oil changed twice a year. Maybe they just have a certain number of slots that they do. What would that look like? What if we tried something like that? I don't know that anyone else is doing it. I think it's a great idea, a great possibility. If you're listening to this and you're like, I think I could change the oil in a car. And I know that there are a lot of people that can. My dad used to be able to, used to do that before he couldn't get down on the ground anymore. I am not the right person for that. Um, but what if? What if we do that? You see, that's the kind of thing that I want us to continue to do. Um, to continue to push ourselves. How do we meet people in their need? How do we meet people where they are? How do we use the resources that we have, like an empty garage, for the sake of ministry? What ideas have been percolating in your mind? I want to hear about them. Even if you shoot me an email, send me a text, write it down on the blessed to be a blessing board, great. I want to hear about them. And so that for me has been the biggest blessing is um, all of the great ideas that have come out of this. And so keep them coming. You all are amazing. I'm so excited to work with each and every one of you and what God is calling you to do. And until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of What's Going On. We'd love to have you join us for worship here at the church on Sundays at 10 a.m. You can also find us online via our website at firstumcyankton.org or search for us on YouTube.